Musgrave, and a long downfield throw, jump ball, catch made, touchdown, oh, Robbie! Serious confusion on the defensive side, they snap it on the slant, and a touchdown. Walking in with Jeremy Rucker, and the Lions weren't ready at all. Fields, Muffegs, wants to take a downfield shot, that's Olave, fingertip catch, Second connection from number one to number two. Fields looking to run, flips it, easy pitch and catch, and Rucker at the tight end has it. Clifford, flushed and chase, trying to make something happen, flips it late, and it's intercepted. Picked off by Hooker. Hooker's got blockers, and he's knocked down inside the 10, and that should about do it. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's it's good to see you, and uh, another another victory Sunday. I'm glad to be here. Uh, not gonna lie, I'm, I might still be a <clears throat> just a shade hungover from a night game. Uh, pretty awesome. Uh, watched it by the fire last night outdoors. Uh, it was a crisp night, but um, it, it, it was a good time. It was a good time. And um, outside, you know, I can throw more stuff and uh, throw throw a few more tantrums than I normally would. But uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, good morning to you, Linda. Um, you know, once again, once again, you can see the stats right there. Um, <laughs> this team's good. This team's real good. But um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, you look at it there, you know, 526 total yards, 318 passing yards, well, but a very effective passing yards. You know, Fields had four touchdowns. You know, their, their passing yards add up as, you know, Penn State – you know, their passing yards got up later in the game. <clears throat> they got a little desperate. They did, you know, but it was effective and it, and it mattered. Uh, but right, th I think the biggest difference, you know, we can look at right here: two hundred eight rushing yards to forty four. And Penn State's a rushing team. They want to, you know, that's their game plan. This team is built to, uh, you know, rush the ball, open up play action, and and really grind teams down. And and we and at 44 yards is not going to get it. If you're a Penn State fan this morning, you're not near as you know as as, as excited as uh, we are in uh, Buckeye Nation. I can tell you that. So that was that was the biggest standout stat to me when I really went back and looked at the game. I was not a guess. I would not guess we had 208. And Justin Fields had minus four. So those are well, you know, you had a huge rush at the beginning with Wilson, but that counts. You know what I mean? Those aren't fake yards, but uh, you know Wilson had a 65 yard rush, I believe. And, uh, you know, the running backs did good. We'll talk about the running backs later. But uh, yards per play, I, I think that's a bit high. You know, f f giving up 5.7 yards of play is a is a thing. I don't think we can overlook that. Um, you know, as we'll, we'll get to that in my knee jerks here. This team's not this team's not at full steam yet. Um, they're definitely they're, they're it's, it's amazing that they can they can look that good. And they've still got so much. I think that was the overwhelming takeaway from the game. We'll talk about that in knee jerks here in a second. But, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, here, there's one right here. Let's talk about this real quick. Uh, fourth down efficiency, two for three, but it was the play calls on fourth down. The fourth down touchdown call, those are things that later in the year really make other coaches think. Um, that, man, there's nothing more disheartening than when a team, when it's fourth down and they're not they're not scared to put the ball in the air and run play action. If you can do that, it, you it's a huge advantage, you know, when you get down in the red zone. So that, that really impressed me, that, that play call there. You know, 79 total plays, uh, you know, uh, way too many penalties. Um, 
these these personal fouls given I mean we gave Penn State the ball back when we could have broke their back uh last night and we get a, a silly 15-yard penalty which I don't blame Browning for it he I I it, I think it was totally in the act of the play when he hits Clifford but they're going to call it uh so I'm not going to be hard I'm not going to be hard on the guy I mean I he, I don't think he had any intention on just hitting the quarterback but it's still 15 they get the ball back you know game changer so it is what it is, but yeah, wasn't super, wasn't super happy with that. Time of possession, nice. Uh, 37 minutes, that's pretty good for a Buckeye team that usually scores so quick that the other team always has the ball. So, you know, once again, great game. Uh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So, uh, okay, let's get into uh, <clears throat> let's get into knee-jerk reactions here. Uh, I got a lot. So, uh, the first thing I was surprised at is when the game started is what a, what a mismatch these two teams look like. You know, we heard all summer – and we and we do every year, you know. You know, Penn State was you know number eight coming into the season. This was the biggest test for Ohio State, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, last night they got or last night last week they got a ton of credit for the loss in Indiana. You know, they clearly played better and all that, and you know, look out and you know, and they always do. They they're 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 well. I think they're well coached and they you know they've got quality players and so on and so forth. But um, when it started, it looked like a mismatch. I mean, if you took if you told me that wasn't Penn State and that it was um, you know. I, you know, I don't want to be rude to any teams, but if you told me it was uh, Indiana, you know, Purdue, somebody like that, I would have believed you. I mean, it, it, it wasn't cl- that game wasn't close. The Buckeyes helped make it close, but um, uh, not a close game. So that really jumped out. I, I, I expect more. You know, Penn State couldn't move the ball in the beginning. That was that was super crazy. But um. You know, so that that was the the biggest thing that stood out was the difference between these two teams, and you know, Penn State's own too. So they've that's a whole <laughs> they can have another podcaster do their show, and they can talk about what kind of hole they've dug for themselves. I mean, they're out of the playoff picture. They're they have you know they're zero and two in a season when you're only playing eight games. It's not a great place to be. Uh, I don't think this is where Franklin pic- pictured this team this time of year. So, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, we. So, uh, yeah, kicking, um, uh, we've seen better. Uh, it's, I, I don't know how you're to, the announcers were acting like, wow, there's get these guys off the street and they're this good. I, I just really, really, we, I don't, I don't, a high state should always have a great, everything, every position. They ought to be good. Uh, a little disappointed, you know, missing field goals. That was another knee jerk reaction, like wasted points in the red zone. Um, you know, you got a chance to bury these teams, you can't have missed field goals. You can't have you can't have first and goal and not score if you're this Ohio State offense. You absolutely cannot do that. It's shocking. That was that was shocking to see. Which uh, once again we got away with it because we're so good that you know we got away with it again. But um, hmm, it was uh, uh, like my friend uh, Derek Climate said uh, left a lot of meat on the bone last night for sure. Um, defense. Uh, let's talk about defense and knee jerk. Uh, I was hard on them last week. Um, really, really down on them a little bit, but but they showed up. Totally showed up. Uh, they played much more. Now the this Penn State aligns more with what they want to do. They want to come downhill. They want to you know they want to meet you at the point of attack. They want to tackle hard. They want you know everything in the box, and they're built for that. Uh, and they did. The the linebackers look better. Werner, this is a Werner game, a Borland game. You know they want to, they want to throw. You know they want to. They're fearless. They want to throw their head in there. They want to take on the tackle or take on the block. They want to make the tackle. 
really worked out perfect to them. So thought they looked better. Defensive line jumped off the page. I think everybody, they're monsters up there. It's just a, it kind of reminded me of back. If any of you are old enough to remember like uh, Dan Wilkinson and those guys back in the late eighties, early nineties, um, those big interior linemen that we, that we had. I mean, I think last year was more predicated. Of course, everything was focused on young and the speed off the edge and the, you know, Bosa was a mix of both, but they're still like edge rushers. And then this interior line, just, uh, j- just, just crazy. Uh, Togi, I, uh, Garrett, just, just monsters up the middle. Fun to watch, and I love that kind of play. When you come, when you, when you uh, make pressure up the middle on quarterbacks, they hate it. And I think Clifford wanted no part of that. But let's touch on Clifford a little bit. Um, Penn State, I don't know. They, they somehow they instill this in their quarterbacks. When, when it's going bad, they, they pout and limp around and. Um, you know, uh, you know, always ah, shaking off the shoulder, you know, always like looking at everybody like, oh man, it's, it's really tough. And then they get a touchdown and they're, they are chest beaten, you know, Kings of the world. Uh, all of a sudden it's, it's really annoying. Uh, <laughs> and then they've done it for years. So just, uh, you know, just keep a, keep an even keel. I, I don't know. It just always rubs me the wrong way, but I just dislike the team. You know, it's, it's a, it's, it's really quite a, a fierce rivalry nowadays. Uh, we talked a little about the interior defense. Uh, so, you know what, here, here's the, here was another one. And we started off so fast. Could I, I mean, honestly, like if I, you guys would all agree that I thought this game should have been 35, nothing and a half. They, the team seemed a little complacent, like a little like, and I know when you're out there playing, you know, the physical difference and you know where you're at, but you know, as a fan, when we're watching the game and we see you, you know, get, you know, first and goal and not score, but on the sidelines, you're, you know, you're, you're just kind of going about your way, you know, you're not, you're not as miserable as we are, things like that. It, uh, it did, it, you know, they didn't look as, uh, upset as I thought they should have with with the miss with the miscues uh that kind of kind of rubbed me the wrong way as a fan I, I understand the guys on the field realize that and I know that at any point they can you know score pull away or whatever but the fact is you know the score is close and that catches up with you I just I, I don't know I wanted to see a little more urgency a little more you know anger a little more killer instinct than like kind of like we did last year but so, you know, those are little things. It's nitpicking, but, um, you know, that's what we're here for. A uh, little sloppy. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, let's talk about the uh, the knee at the end of the first half. I know that you can go back and you can count, you know, the 1,001, 1,002 in your head and all that. But th- the fact of the matter is you you got to. You got to play these. Every little detail's got to count. And I thought I thought Ryan Day wore a little bit of this, you know, last night. It, okay. If if you if you know you need to run off two seconds and Penn State's not even rushing, they were totally happy to go to the locker room, you know. At that point, go ahead and take three seconds. Go ahead and take four seconds. They are not going to come hit you. They're not going to get. Cl- they're not. You know, if you're in total sacker, you know, giving yourself up mode, they're not going to come hit you. Go ahead and take four seconds to make sure. Don't even let that be a possibility in that situation. It's just tiny things like that. And I understand didn't matter at the end of the game. But we all know that that matters against Clemson. That matters against Alabama. And that, and once I tell everybody this, what I grade these teams against. If you watch Alabama play last night, you know it's they, they're uh, we're not there yet. I, I will say that we are soundly the number three team in the country. We but that's that doesn't win you a national championship. So uh, I mean they look great. The let's make no amends about it. You know I'm being hard on them here, but 
you know, I got to tell you what I see. Like when we get into the other stuff, I'll tell you the, the great stuff I saw. So, and real quick, the announcers, I can't stand these announcers. I'm openly cannot stand to listen to Herb Street game. I've been like that for years. It's just how I am. Uh, I think he, I think they, uh, I and my wife always tells me they're doing their job. I understand that. Uh, but I cannot stand the constant. It's everything is extreme. You know, and as an Ohio State fan, it wasn't even that bad last night. If I'm a Penn State fan, I'm furious. They, like, we got up, like, maybe a couple touchdowns, and they're going on and on about how how could anybody ever beat this Ohio State team. And as, as Penn State's driving to score a touchdown, they were uh, – Chris and Herbie are talking about how nobody's ever going to stop Ohio State. And I'm like, but Penn State's driving to score a touchdown. Like, they were – it just – I thought they were – I just, I don't know. I thought they were just way too, uh, too much hyperbole. I thought they were too hard on Penn state, uh, for a team that was, I mean, they're in the game. They just needed a mistake and they didn't get it. You know, high state didn't make that big mistake and let Penn state back in it. But I don't know. Just in general, I thought the announcers were just, just way too like roller coaster last night, but arguably, admittedly, I do not listen to the announcers a lot. So I don't, I don't hear them talk on a lot of these games. I usually have the volume down or we're at a, at a place. So, I guess maybe that's what they do every time. And if you love them, you love them. You know, it's their job. Who cares? Uh, but just in general, I thought if I was a Penn State fan, I would have been furious about the, the way they got treated last night. So, all right, let's move on. Let's move on here. Uh, got a little. So let's move on to the offense. Uh, goods and the bads. Um, good. Alave is as a, a freak. He's an alien. Uh, the the way he the way he can catch the ball covered uh it, with contact i mean he catches the even even last week the one incompletion he's still like he's so good we expect him to make that and he's upside down uh last night the first touchdown that shoots the second for him to make that catch and keep the balance and get that extra step those are tiny things that are huge in big games and you know that touchdown you know say he goes down a yard short and something bad happens no he he gets it just he's he's i mean so the and then wilson wilson's always open um, he, that guy, this kid's phenomenal. Uh, he is a, he's a star. It, it's, it's so fun to watch him play, how he works with, this is the guy that, I mean, it's hard to believe cause we just came off of, you know, KJ Hill and, and these guys that are so good at what they do, but this, this, this guy's, he is uh he's got, he's a little more physical in the slot. He's just, a, he's a total mismatch across the middle, uh, runs good with the ball, great hands, just really. So uh, combined, they had 231 yards, and that's not even counting Wilson's, I think, 65-yard run. I mean, just just phenomenal, phenomenal duo at wide receiver. Uh, Fields, once again, looks awesome. The guy uh, is make just making great throws. It wasn't, you know, it, was, it wasn't bad weather by any means last night, but it wasn't super comfortable. It was at night. It was cool. Um no, he he's throwing a great ball. He had the one play where he almost he slips and almost falls down, still gets up, knows exactly where his tight end is going to be and hits him. You know, things like that. The the guy is the guy is really I don't know. Uh so the touchdown. So I I can't remember quarter, forgive me, but when he catches the tight end, when he reads the linebacker coming down, you know, the blitzing linebacker and you know doesn't you know, doesn't give any tells or anything, doesn't look away, snaps the ball, knows knows he's tight end. Him and his tight end are on the same page. Knows he's going to be right over the middle, wide open for the touchdown and hits him. It's little things like that that we, as fans, you scream at for years. Like, how do you miss that? How do you miss that? He's wide open. But, well, no, he didn't miss it. This is what it looks like when you don't miss those plays. Uh, huge play. That's a real championship type of play. But um, the one thing I'll say that – maybe it's just me or maybe he's waiting for the right moment. I think Fields is done running. Like, I don't think he wants any – I think he's so good 
as a thrower, I don't care. You know, I, I'm not saying he can't scramble or move around, but I think he's an escape artist now. I do not think he's a running quarterback. He had negative four yards last night. You know, you figure in the sacks, but that guy has no intention on running the ball anymore. Like, this is not the JT Barrett offense. This is <laughs> this is a different animal we're working with, and that's fine, but I, they, they're going to have to figure out a way to, to – to, evolve their offense to take that out of it because i don't know about you i it never looked to me like penn state thought fields was going to take off with that ball last night like he was going to keep it i I really don't think so so and i'm not saying he has to i don't want him out there getting he's not a battering ram he's not tim tebow i don't want him out there getting beat up he's way too valuable in the pocket he can stay there he can stay there and and, you know that's why we got such great wide receivers uh you know he shouldn't have to shouldn't have to throw the ball so that's just something I took away. But, but he's great. He's great. He's just it's awesome. Um, the running backs. So I, I I don't know where we're all at on this. I'm trying to figure this out. There, I think they are what they are at this point. Uh, I we're not going to get the explosive breakaway, you know, running back that we're used to. It's it's just the facts. It's just where we're at. Uh, I can't deny what I'm seeing on the field. And what I've really I, I think that. Um, Teague has definitely take the starting role. I mean, he's running great. I mean, he's <laughs> it's like, well, you talked about it again. These guys had over 200 yards rushing last night. Um, it's it's hard. I'm not being critical. I'm just being honest of where we're at with running back. We Dobbins is not there. The breakaway running back is not there. Now, as you know, Crowley comes back, you know, starts playing. Who knows? But I'm just saying, as of now, um, you know, we're we're uh, we are we're we got to know where we're at at running back. And then it feels like when I watch Sermon play, I think this guy's a, a good football player. I know it's been a, a while since he played, but it seems to me like he's a guy that's built on – he needs he needs, um, he needs needs reps. You know, he needs consecutive carries. Like when he starts getting hit and starts getting banged around, I really feel like he's getting momentum. But because it's cra- – I, I, it's, it's, it's insane to say this, but because the offense is so good, they're never going to do that because then the next play is a 30-yard, you know – Rip by fields to Wilson or Alave or one of these guys. And and it and it it's so it's so quick, you know, turnaround that these running backs never get a chance to just, you know, you know, wear a team down. And I know later in the year there's going to be some crappy weather and you're going to need that. And it's going to be awesome. I really, really think I think the offensive line and the running back game, it looked physical. It's just not explosive. And that, and that is going to come in handy. I'm not saying it won't, but I just I think that. I don't know if we need to just kind of, in my opinion, like maybe do we need to just go to the pistol and kind of let this option game uh, wait till next year or whatever. It's just not the game and just let these guys run downhill and get ahead of steam and, and take their five yards that they're getting every carry and go. I, I don't know, but I mean, once again, it's nothing there, nothing they're doing wrong, but we, that, that explosive threat just doesn't seem to be there. Um, loved what I seen. Loved what I seen out of the tight ends last night. Uh, loved that Fields is using them. They had two touchdowns out of them. Got five total receptions out of them. Big plays. Big, you know, big touchdown. Two big touchdowns. Huge, huge touchdowns. Uh, big first down, like we talked about. I mean, really, really using the tight ends, which is once again, that's something I always try to watch this as if I was a fan of the other team. And those are devastating plays. I mean, absolutely devastating when that tight end leaks out there and, you know, gets 10-yard chunk or steals a touchdown. Uh, really, really, that was super cool. Um, yeah, how about experiment? Like, I, I don't know. I, I noticed uh, experiment with a lot of tight formations last night. Uh, I noticed they, like, you don't see, like, we talk, I talked last week, like, they re, High State really went wide. Um, you know, a lot of empty sets, five receivers, spread the field out. Because Fields has such a good arm, he can throw sideline to sideline. Another thing he did great last night. He's getting chunks of yards, 
you know, on either side of the field that really stretches a defense out, puts a ton of pressure, opens up the middle, just another great thing he can do with that arm strength and, and locating the pass. But uh, yeah, the, the, the bunch formations, I, I, it felt like it was more like an experiment or like a, a learning process. They, ne- they didn't feel comfortable. And that Penn state defense is kind of built for that. Like they, I think they were glad to see that because then they can get their, you know, get their athletes, their linebackers and defensive linemen kind of, you know, focused there. And it, I, I, it wasn't super successful. It will be. It's, it's a high state. It will be. But I just, I noticed that a lot. They kind of bogged down there in about the second quarter trying to, you know, with these tight formations, kind of remind me like the LA Rams or somebody like that, you know, with these, with these tight, you know, 11, you know, 12 personnel formations, but you know, just something I picked up on. I don't know what it means. I'm not, I haven't been able to go back and watch the tape yet. Um, I'm sure it'll look way better. Uh, so, I, but I love the fact that Ryan Day is always evolving as a coach, something, something great. He does. He, he does not get stuck. He does not get stuck in the mud, you know, as far as that goes. Uh, once again, fourth down play calls, loved it. Uh, when you're not scared to throw it on fourth down or run anything in your, you know, anything in your uh, toolbox, you know, <laughs> you're not afraid about bring anything out of the toolbox on fourth down, backbreaking the teams, backbreaking the teams. And that makes defensive coaches have to like, if they have to spend, you know, 10, 20 minutes in the film room talking about fourth down plays, that's all the more time that they're, that, that you're, you know, eating up what they could be, you know, in their base defenses and stuff. So really it's super, super, super cool. So many, uh, so many times over the years, all of us Ohio State fans, especially like, you know, the early urban years, we knew on fourth and one, they were snapping the ball and the quarterback's putting his head down and barreling into the line. The, the defense note, the offense note, and it worked most of the time. But that, you know, it doesn't, you, you can't, you know, you're not backing off the defense that way. What Fields and them are doing is, you know, it's it's amazing. I, I give most of the most of that credit to Ryan Day. It's just his type of game plan. As a play caller, he did a he did a really good job last night. As a head coach, I thought he got I thought he made some mistakes. I thought he made some time management mistakes. Uh, we talked about the knee, but he's but he's young and he's learning. And if you can learn and and come away with, um, uh, you know, thirteen point victory, that, that's a great way to learn as a head coach, uh, rather than uh, Franklin's learning everything the hard way. And he's a good coach. So uh, yeah, once again, offense looked great. You know, we talked about it. We'll show it again real quick. Um, it's we'll show the total yards and stuff here. Sorry about that. I need a producer, guys, if anybody's in, uh, you know, right there, 526 to 325. I mean, the rushing yards tells tells the story. Just un, un, unbelievable. So another another dominant um, another dominant game by then. So let's talk about defense a little bit. Uh, it was a little weird last night uh, because they're playing a, you know, a running, a running team, you know, a running back running team. I bet they look much better, much more physical. Uh, much more aggressive at the point of attack, really took the fight to Penn State. I don't think – I think after Penn State well, – I, I really think that they spent all week watching that Nebraska game and were and, – and by their game plan, they really thought they were going to run it down a high State's throat. And uh, I, I personally, if I'm a Penn State fan, think they should have been throwing the ball way earlier. If you're going to go for a high State and you're going to go for the win, get, the, get that ball in the air. And uh, that was one of – we talked about that and we know what happened. I mean, eventually Hooker winds up to end the game with the interception, but – they really came out with that running attack and it went nowhere. We said, we showed it again, 44 yards total. That's, that's not going to get it done. Like, you know, for, for anyone. And, and then let's, let's talk about, uh, uh, Tommy Togi. I jumped off the screen last night. I mean, that guy was a disruptor. 
there was a play that <laughs> there's the option play. I believe it was him. I was one of the defensive linemen. I was pretty excited when he tackled the quarterback and the running back. Just amazing. Uh, those guys really showed up last night. Werner had a nice game. I think he had like seven, you know, solo tackles. He wasn't asked to cover a lot. Um, something they did, uh, me and uh, Jay Stevens from the uh, Locked on Buckeyes podcast kind of discussed this back and forth this week. I liked how they brought Proctor in a couple times and brought him down on the tight end in the slot instead of instead of dragging uh, Warner out there or um, or Browning. Uh, Browning did an all right job in pass coverage last night, by the way. Uh, all right, he got lost a couple times, but he he did he did all right. Uh, but when they you know they brought Proctor down and there was one, you know I I, I should have jotted these down, but like you, you know I'm having some beers and some food and I'm running around, but. You know, it was a big. I think it was a third down or whatever, and they they moved they moved the uh, tight end out to the slot. You know they're going to it. You know, you know they're trying to exploit the weakness. And they bring Proctor down to cover him, and he covered. You know, nice tight coverage, an incomplete pass. Really impressive. Uh, I thought Hooker uh, grew up. You know, last night, uh, really good game by him. I mean, he was fearless. He was coming down. He was you know he's tackling clean and hard. You know, he had the big interception late. I thought the safety play in general was much better. So. Let's uh I, I don't okay, let's I'm gonna talk about Wade here. I know it's it sounds like I'm down on him. I know he's really, really good. He's a really good college cornerback, but he is he's not he's not a, a, a cooter, one of those guys. I think he's out of position. I really do. And I know you can't move him, I know you can't move him around because he's still the one of the you know the best on the team. But uh just it is something feels out of sort. Now I don't blame him totally for those um those two passes that got the touchdown for Penn State. The one I think was clearly offensive pass interference. If you if you see the cornerback and he's you know falling backwards as if he's just been pushed and the guy catches the ball, it's probably a good sign that it was offensive pass interference. But they didn't call it. Doesn't matter. The first one's a great catch. Wade was under him. By no means am I saying that Wade is a bad outside cornerback. I just it just feels like he's a little out of position. I think you know I, I in the NFL I don't think he's going to be there. Uh, I think he's going to be a slot slot corner. I think he's going to be great. I really think he's going to be good at it. But um, but as far as like pinning pinning everything, and he's the you know one of the best in the country. I, I you know I'd like to see him advance just a little more. But uh, you know, but he's I still want him on the team by, by no means. He's still he's still really good. I just don't know if he's uh he's great yet. So uh, so but that but that's it. I mean, once again, it's all it's all picking nits. This team's great. Uh, no question about it. A lot of fun to watch. Uh, even if you if you watch me watch a game, you wouldn't think that I had fun watching it. But uh, it, it does get frustrating when you know you have a, a top uh, – you have a playoff team and they make these tiny mistakes against lesser opponents. But, um, that, you know, it's something we got to work on. And we don't – you know, honestly, we don't have a lot of teams that are – whether – just because there might be a close game in the future doesn't mean the team's going to test you. They are not at the level – that these other teams are playing. And when I, I tune over and I watch, you know, Alabama, for instance, is just clearly the the best team in the country right now. And Clemson, yeah, even even if uh, the freshman quarterback, if DJ takes it the rest of the way, they're still the number two team right now. So uh, we'll see how that we'll see how that turns out. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence isn't playing against Notre Dame now. That's giant. So it's going to be interesting. But overall, overall, solid victory. And I want to give credit to uh, – OSU Evan on Twitter, D Derek Climate, they both brought it up to me. You can escape Happy Valley with a solid victory compared to what we've seen over the last decade there. 
they're right. That's 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 huge. And uh, I'm I'm just being greedy, <laughs> greedy Ohio State fan, spoiled if you will. So let's go to the report card real quick. I'll let you guys get out of here. Uh, quarterback, I gave it a minus. Um, I, I didn't think. Uh, I know I know it's hard to give Fields an A minus, but uh, I didn't think the urgency was there, and I thought he was a little. There was one play in particular that, you know, they get off the field. I think it was first and goal. They don't get the touchdown, and he's not, like, miserable. Uh, and I wanted to see a little more frustration out of him, a little more of that killer instinct. I know that's being rude, and it's picking nits, but I'm, I told you I was going to watch these games and tell you how I felt as I was watching them. Uh, but he didn't make too many mistakes. Still still really good game. The knee, I, I, I probably grade him hard on the knee. you gotta, you got to be like a – He's good enough to be a Tom Brady type to where, like, every detail – if every detail is perfect, he's hard to beat. He very seldom throws interceptions. He's making great decisions. Uh, so, I'm going to grade him hard. Uh, give him an A- minus last night, but uh, he's still <laughs> he's still my quarterback uh, and a great one. Uh, wide receivers, A+. Plus. Uh, they're, Wilson's always open. Olave is always open, even when he's covered. Uh, good at running. They're, they're, they block downfield pretty good. They haven't had to block downfield a lot because, once again, the running backs aren't breaking away. But they're – their 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 crew is they're great great routes they're all they're always uh you know fighting to get open for fields and they and they make the catch uh I get sorry I give them an A plus plus rush another sixty five yards rushing or so they probably have more than that yeah uh, running backs B minus sorry guys but uh you, you just can't you know you're just you're just good uh, I can't you know I need an explosive run I need you got to you got to change the game you got to flip the field and it's just you're I I just don't see it yet. Uh, Really, really hard on you. Uh, you know what? Did pick up. I did see them. They blocked pretty well uh, in pass blocking. They did a good job. I think Sermon's pretty good at getting out of the outfield uh, as an outlet for uh, reception or for receiving the ball as a receiver. I thought I thought he had pretty good last night. He had a couple nice catches, but you know, getting you know taking on the block really strong and then leaking out. That's going to be huge later in the year. So I think there's a huge upside there with Sermon in the in the uh, in the passing game. I do want to say that. So you know what? I might I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna the running backs a B. I'm going to run back to B now. I, I apologize. So, uh, O-line, I give a B. I thought they played tough. You know, a few mistakes. They're not perfect. Uh, I didn't think the holes were actually as big as last week, but Penn State's defense is probably better. But I give them a solid B. Uh, protected fields pretty well. Gave up a couple mis- you know, a couple mistakes on a big hit. But in general, I thought they pushed, pushed Penn State around and held their ground, and they got 218 yards rushing. So, but uh, I, give them, I give them a solid B. Uh, secondary B plus once again, weren't tested a lot, but I got to grade you when you, when you give up almost 300 passing yards to Clifford, uh, you know, and a touchdown that mattered, uh, it's, I, I got to I got a dock you for it, but, uh, still B plus they made great tackles and, you know, had the interception at the end to seal the game, uh, really came downhill. Well, uh, frustrated Clifford a little bit, especially the first half, like, you know, there was, he, he had nowhere to look, nowhere to go. So give secondary B plus uh, D line, I gave him an A, uh, they just, they battled all night. Big place. I think they had four sacks. I think um, once again we talked about the interior. Just nothing there. Just monsters. Really, really made Clifford uncomfortable. Uh, if you watch Clifford's body language that first half, he didn't want to go back out there. Um, you know. So yeah, D line looked really good again. I know we don't have that edge rusher that we're used to, but we've got four or five guys that are that are bringing their lunch pail, and and it's it's pretty awesome. I'm really a fan of them. Uh, linebackers. It moved up this week. I give him a B plus. Uh, we talked about it earlier. I mean, took took on the blockers. Browning made some nice plays out there. He, he got tested a little on pass coverage. I know he gave up play, but he made some plays. Uh, so yeah, I jumped them up this week. I give the linebackers a B plus. Werner, when Werner, when they 
when it plays to Werner's strengths, he's a really, really good linebacker. You know, when, when he's not dropping back into coverage or he's not trying to, you know, follow these guys out of slot, it's a whole different ball game. I mean, he is definitely a, a run stopping linebacker, not afraid to tackle and dive in there. Really, really, really good. Borland took, you know, did a good job last night. But like I said, this is, it played right into their hands last night. And I said this last week and I was completely correct on that. It played into their game. So they got to be plus this week. Overall, this team's really good. Going on to Rutgers next week in a night game, which I think is senseless. I have no idea why we need to wait till 7.30 at night to watch Ohio State play Rutgers. But whatever, they get a play. Let's hope everything goes, you know, goes well this week. Um, there's more Big Ten teams, you know, with uh, with positive tests and some things are going to get, you know, shaken up. Um, I don't think anybody in the Big Ten is going to play all eight games. I, I, I think we're being silly if we think that. Uh, hopefully Wisconsin, you know, everybody's healthy and gets back on the field. That's, you know, that's the most important thing. But uh, it's going to be a weird season. I think that we are firmly the number three team in the country, and I don't think it's really that close. But we know that that's not good enough for us. So uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. So that's it, everybody. Uh, you know, go to um, uh, offtheballnetwork.com. Check out my articles. Uh, find me at Jeff Needs Sports. You know, I put this on the audio version every week. Uh, you know, go there. Check out my other stuff. We just did like yesterday. I just we just did an all time favorite college quarterback segment. That's going to be up there. You know, go check that out. Hey, check out my Facebook page at Jeff Needs Sports. You know, all these videos go up there. You can always find me on there. And once again, any interactions, anybody wants to come on the show in the future, you let me know. I promise I'll I drop the link in the comments. And anybody is welcome to come on and tell me how how smart I am, which is typical. Or uh, every every now and then you can try to tell me you can try to tell me how wrong I am, but we all know that that's that's rare. It's very rare. But uh, <laughs> so I appreciate everybody that was watching. I want to thank all you guys. It was a, it was another good weekend. Uh, I, I'm not a big, I'm not real fond of Penn State, so that that felt pretty good to get that one out of the way. And uh, here we go, uh, go Bucks, and we'll uh, be kind to everybody. <laughs>